Hello and welcome to a podcast. The heat is still on, but I'll go off in a second. It's on a weird time of thing. Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Quick side note. Last night I was doing some business awards because my life's effectively Alan Partridge now, isn't it? Um, Travel to heaven awaits. And I was sat next to someone and we were chatting about, you know, lockdown, what'd you get up to? And he was saying he's got the old summer house at the bottom of the garden, converted it into an office. And then he gets his phone out and he says, you know, the technology is amazing these days. And then he gets, opens up an app and he says, I can tell you right now in my home office at the bottom of the garden, it's 17 degrees. And I reached my phone, got my phone out, went, oh, it's only 15.9 in mine. Boom, of course I've got remote Wi-Fi enabled thermometers in this place. Because it's, oh, the phone's going off as well now. Because it's shed fun, the high tech, the Google. Okay, Google, tell me a joke. How do you make a squid laugh with 10 tickles? <laughs> okay, she laughed at that one. Um, Hopefully you heard that on the mic. If not, uh, never mind, I enjoyed it. So there we go. Um, the, this is This is the place to be. This Wi-Fi-enabled coffee machine-filled piece of shed, where we did a radio show that sounded an awful lot like this. Welcome along as we do another one of these here uh, radio show type things. How you doing? Are you coping with... I got rained on today. This is why I'm starting with weather. Got rained on today. And always, this is the problem with being... How do we refer to ourselves these days? Follically challenged. Because... If you get caught in the rain, you're like, oh, no, I'm getting rained on. Someone will always go, well, you're not going to get your hair wet. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, what I get wet is the part of the body that's got nerves in it. You know, skin. Have you heard of skin? So I just feel all this tapping on my head by the rain. Tap, 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 tap. Forgot my hat, basically. So I'm in a, I'm in a mood. Um, but I'll be cheered up by the show because, oh, we've got stuff ahead of us. We'll be very goal-focused today. We'll be, don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. Potholes get mentioned. Well, that's just a problem, so maybe I was wrong about the first thing. If you love chocolate, i got some incredible good news for you. Not about your uh, lifestyle and your health. That's bad news. But everything else, pretty good. Pretty good. Time to bring the mood down by talking about potholes. They are bad, aren't they? I was driving, so I did this gig last night in Suffolk or Norfolk. I don't really notice which one's which. I don't know how far I'd gone, but I'd gone deep. Snape Maltings. Suffolk, isn't it? Snake, because it's somewhere in Suffolk, and apparently it's it's famous because Benjamin Britten did something there. I was talking to my other half because they sent through the script that said the uh, renowned Snake Maltings, and I said I've never heard of it. She said ah, Britain. I was like, well, yeah, of course it is. I'm not travelling that far for a gig. I got confused, but on the way back, man alive, I had to. It was like playing a computer game trying to avoid those potholes. You're driving along. Oh, I see one. Vroom, vroom, vroom. It kept me awake, I'll give you that. But it could get worse with wet and cold wintry weather creating the perfect storm, not an actual storm, for potholes. And in the newspapers it said that we now have more potholes than daffodils. It's a really weird way to measure it, isn't it? I didn't realise that they were in any way comparable. But now I try and drive over daffodils. So if that's what they want, then that's what they're getting. Because in general, you drive over a daffodil, there's not a pothole under it. So actually... Um, RAC spokesman Simon Williams said we could be seeing more holes than daffodils this spring. This is an odd thing. I feel like he's obsessed. They're not at all similar. I mean, you wait it out, daffodils go. Those potholes will stay for a long while. Although all that will happen is that normally they get round to the end of the financial year and all the councils go, oh, better spend that money. What can we do? Let's fill some potholes. So, hang in there and we'll be all right for a few months until it all starts again. 
What are your goals? What are the things that you're trying to achieve this year? I ask this because according to a survey, of course they've done a survey, exercising more is the biggest goal for Brits. That's a rubbish goal. So a poll has found that 67%, six loads, isn't it? 67% pledged to make some kind of change to their life over the coming months. Aims range from little things like reading more. I struggle with that because I'm not very good at reading. As you can tell often when I read from the newspaper and absolutely mess it up. But at the start of the year, everyone was doing this read a book a week challenge. Were you what, mate? I can't read a book in a week. Whenever I read a book, it's like a, it's a good six month project. But thanks to the lad being less than one, the books that I read to him, I'm counting those. People have been tweeting, you know, War and Peace and some Sadie Smith or whatever. I've been tweeting 10 little fingers, 10 little toes. Love it. Surprise ending. Did not see that coming, actually. Um, but going to the gym, I wore exercising more, rather. Yeah, I... Although I've been trying to exercise less, I used to go running every other day, and now I've given myself two runs a week because my knees just can't take it. I'm running, but I'm not losing weight. So the poor little blighters. What are your goals for this year? Let's be all focused about this. Um, Dancing on Ice. It's been a while since we've done reality TV watch. Because we did a whole thing on I'm a Celeb. We went big on Strictly. Oh, back in the day, I used to tweet about Dancing on Ice loads. And I just can't be bothered to watch it anymore, but I can give you an update. Because it says in the papers, Dancing on Ice judge Jane Torval revealed that she has injured her arm, but it won't keep her off the ice. As Props Week kicked off on ITV's uh, skating competition, Jane was seen with her arm in a sequined green sling. Fancy. Which matched her green dress. Well, you wouldn't want to clash, would you? Um, but she said, uh, Talking of things going wrong on ice, I've ruptured my bicep tendon. She, although she said bicep tendon, and that's not true. I think you always have to say biceps. They're plural. <laughs> this is what people tune in for, isn't it? Um, and she says, I need surgery but um, I'll still be on the ice. It's weird, because in the old days, they used to tell you to put ice on injuries. And she's doing it the other way around. Novel. Adrian Charles in the news. My mate Adrian. I say my mate. I get to work with him like once every, twice a year, maybe. I'm working with him again in March, actually. But meanwhile, it's in the newspapers. He said that the BBC should have more regional accents reading the news. I'm kind of down with that. I agree. It's weird, isn't it? If you ever see local news, if you go to a different part of the country, and all the local newsreaders just sound posh. Nah, come on, mate. I reckon we could do with, with a bit of that. Having someone really getting stuck into the news, and now with the latest, here's our newsreader. I'd say what, well, mate, it's an absolute beep show out there. You know that kind of... Leave it out, you toilet. I'd tune in for that. There are some regional accents I'm not sure should read news. I'm sorry to be harsh, but the Birmingham one, Adrian, it's a challenge. Because it can kind of slightly ruin things. Don't get me wrong, I lived in Birmingham for a while, I went to university there, but if you imagine historic speeches done through the medium of Brummy, like, never before have so many owed so much to so few, who fought them on the beaches? <laughs> Just sounds more like having an argument about towels, doesn't it? Afternoon, how's it all going? Do you like chocolate? Surely that is the stupidest question most people do, and if you don't, I probably don't trust you. People who are like, no, I'm not really into chocolate. I envy your thin bodies, but I, I don't even envy your life. So a chocolate firm is advertising for a taster. Oh, it looks like I'm leaving. I'm announcing that I'm leaving the show because they are and they're after someone to taste chocolate for a living. Mondelez International. 
the firm behind Cadbury Dairy Milk. He's hiring someone to join its science centre at Reading University. One of the world's largest confectionery producers, the brand behind other favourites such as Toblerone and Oreo Toblerone. Do you have a Toblerone? Toblerone. The job specs say uh, that you need to be able to... Pro- they will provide full training to develop your taste buds. No no need, mate. I'm already an am- gifted amateur, ready to turn professional. Imagine tasting chocolate for a living. I mean, I have to currently buy my own chocolate, and I'm this size. Could you... I've got two things in my career, then. One, I will be joining Mondelay to go and taste chocolate. Two, I'll be in the sequel of The Whale. How about that? We've been doing goals for the next 12 months. Got a few of these in which we should get you up to date on. Dan says to tie my shoes without getting out of breath. Are you sure you want to be able to do that, though, Dan? Because they always say, exercise-wise, you need something that raises your heart rate, makes you sweat, and gets you out of breath a bit. For me, I'm the same. Tie my shoes, does it? So I just tie my shoes in the morning. That's my workout done. John sends me a voice note. What you got for me? Hello, Steve. This year I'd like to achieve the unachievable yeah. and pay all my energy bills, mate. Don't aim too high. Come on, be realistic. Be realistic, mate. You want, you want to try time travel or human flight? Honestly, some people. And nightclubs uh, say that their staff were left in stitches after finding a handbag full of chips. And I dispute so much about this story. I disagree wholeheartedly. This nightclub said they found the bag. They were looking in there for some ID. And then found it was full of chips. And it's, you know, they ridicule them here. They went to TikTok to laugh about this this woman who had a handbag full of chips. Oh, look at her. She's got a handbag full of chips. That's because you're young and you think it's all about style and going to nightclubs to pull. I've reached the age where if I went to a nightclub and I knew there was a woman in there with chips, she's the one for me. Hi, I don't suppose I could have... Uh, some of your chips. <laughs> That's all I'd be into. Men, they're after one thing. I am after one thing. It's chips. So, if ever you go to a nightclub and there's chips, and some guy keeps staring at you, don't think, oh, men these days. It could be me going, you got any tomato ketchup to go with those? Right, pretty much done for the day then, other than, well, there was a story about futuristic devices powered by human brain cells could revolutionise computing. The half-human, half-machine development is the potential to push past current tech limits. No, you idiots! What is wrong with scientists that they don't watch sci-fi? Just, oh, I know, let's make half machine, half ma- Robocop! Have you not watched to see what happened? All right, so that's... How can we make these computers faster? Well, we could put brain cells in there. Oh, yeah, what could possibly go wrong with that? Have you met people? You're literally stirring in people into technology. That my printer barely works half the time, just like people. And this story, more than... Oh, this is a bit rude. I might bleep out the word orgasm. Um, more than half of women say that they fake orgasms. Um, like Meg Ryan in when, ha- men, when Harry Met Sally. Um, it doesn't say how many men do it. When quizzed, three quarters of... Oh, here it is. Three quarters of fellas. Oh, couldn't point out when uh, women did it. But just 6% of women admitted that they always have a orgasm. Um, according to 60% regularly faken orgasm. I had, I faked a once. It was the only way I could stop that mugging. But uh, certainly threw him off his stride. 
Anyway, we're done for the day. Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. You can email me, me at mrstephenallen.co.uk. You can follow me on social media. It should be the username at mrstephenallen for pretty much whichever platform you find. And until next time, asm. <laughs>